Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to podcast 25. So today I'm going to focus on something that I think everyone is struggling with at the moment, everyone, um, and that's um, this new routine in life that, you know, we've got lots of change happening and I think everyone's struggling with making time for themselves. So I want to talk about less is more and it's a really um important subject and it's a really big one um that I'm going to talk about because I see women giving up on themselves all the time because they feel like they haven't got time it is something I see on a daily basis and when you really delve into why that woman has given up and what she means by I haven't got time like she hasn't got time to train 6 days a week well, okay, well, I work 70 plus hours a week. I've got two young children. I've got a husband at home. um, And sometimes I can't train six days a week. But that doesn't mean I have to give up on all my goals. It doesn't mean I have to walk away from my training. It doesn't mean I have to stop looking after my health, feed myself a load of rubbish because there's not enough time in the day to do those things. It just means I have to be smart about it. And yeah, there are weeks where my time is very limited um, and I have to change what I'm doing, reduce the amount of training sessions I'm doing, but those training sessions are spot on. So what does less is more means? So what it means is if you are doing six days a week, but three of them are half-hearted because you're rushing them, um, you're tired, uh, you can't really be asked. Um, maybe you've worked really long hours and actually you've got less energy than normal. What is the best thing to do? Ditch off three of those workouts. So out of the six, ditch off the three that aren't so good and focus on making three of them absolutely spot on. Great programming, focusing all the muscles you need to focus on, really dedicating yourself to those training sessions for those three times a week rather than, you know, going half-hearted for all six. So I see it quite frequently and um, I'm sure there's many women that will listen to this that have been in that cycle of um, I'm going to go and do six hit classes a week because in that half an hour I feel like I'm sweating my ass off and it's exhaustive. I feel like I want to crawl out of there. So they're doing six of those workouts where some of them they're going to have to scale a little bit like the burpees they're going to have to do like half-hearted ones because they're so tired from the workout they've done before or um, you know like it's a vicious cycle. The more you train the more tired you get the more recovery you need the more you have to look after your nutrition to fuel your muscles recovering. Um, And if you don't know all this stuff, what I can see happening sometimes 
is women training six days a week. They're so hungry that they eat all the wrong stuff and actually they start gaining weight rather than losing it and then they give up all hope that exercise is for them. It's a cycle that I see all the time and I've been in the industry 18 years now and I remember when I was about 18 years old, I was teaching about 26 classes a week. I'm talking the whoop whoop classes, the classes I avoid and hate with a passion. You know, like the teachers going, yeah, well done, whoop whoop. Oh God, I used to teach those classes, which just makes me grimace now. I think, oh my God, I couldn't think of anything worse. But you know, it was part of my journey and it was where I started. So, hey, it's all good. Um, But I was teaching about 26 a week and I was not one of those instructors that stood at the front and directed. I was that instructor at the front that was giving more than any single person in that room. Like if I was teaching street dance, I was doing it to the max. If I was teaching spinning, I was doing it harder than anybody else in that room. If I was, you know, doing a legs, bums and tums, I'm going to whisper it because yes, I did used to teach those. Um, I'd be the one doing every single movement. Like I went all in on that exercise. So essentially I was doing 26 hours of exercise a week. And I was the fattest I had ever been. I hate that word. Why did I even use that word? I was the most out of shape I'd ever been. Um, I was unhealthy. I was tired all the time. I was eating huge amounts of sugar. I was binging on carbohydrates, binging on sugar because I felt like I needed the energy to get me through these classes. I actually remember clearly... um, Going into, I used to teach four hours on a Wednesday night um, over in Chelmsford near me, um, four whole hours. And I remember like on the way to this venue, I used to stuff myself with sweets. I used to drink sugary drinks. Um, I used to eat like carbohydrates. I, I remember I used to do this in the hope that the sugar would give me this lease of energy so that I could get through this four hours of exercise, which when I look back now, I'm like bonkers. How bonkers was I to not know that that was not going to help me out at all. It was just going to increase my cortisol levels. It was going to send me into con- complete adrenal fatigue and my body fat just kept continuing to go up. And it got to a point where, you know, I was adrenally fatigued. I went and got myself a mentor in London. Um, I went and saw him every six weeks. He wrote all my programming. He stripped my classes from 26 to nine, which was really a big hit for me financially. But I was 18, you know, I was living at home. Um, But that's when I kind of started on my personal training journey um, because I knew that I couldn't maintain that sort of thing. I couldn't maintain whoop whooping and grapevining round for hours and hours and hours on end. And also I didn't want my body to be the way it was. It was the most out of shape it had ever been. And I was doing the most exercise I'd ever done. And my body was worn out. I was adrenally fatigued. My mental health really suffered. Um, And I hit rock bottom. So I got a coach, I got help and he kind of reprogrammed everything and um, 
kind of taught me about the whole cortisol level, adrenal fatigue, um, excess exercise, less is more. And he was actually one of the first people to really truly introduce me to weight training and that it was going to bring so much more to my body than what um, I'd been putting my body through for the past um, year or so. So I slowly started changing what I was doing and incredibly, obviously, my body fat started to drop. Um, my hunger was uh, manageable. I would still say it wasn't um, It wasn't easy. Like I was still doing nine hours of high intensity exercise a week, cardiovascular exercise a week, um, and a few weights training sessions. So I still wasn't getting to where I optimally wanted to be, but... I'd stop binging on sugar on the way to the exercise sessions because I didn't feel like I needed them because I wasn't completely worn out and into the ground. And then that is when my learning journey really started. And I started doing courses, three or four big courses a year um, and really furthering my knowledge on resistance training and programming and nutrition. And it kind of really fixed me from this, I must do more to lose body fat and I must do more to get fit. And it kind of gave me a much better relationship with exercise. And in turn, gave me a much better relationship with food because I didn't feel like I needed to binge on all the sugar to give me the energy. So it was a real learning curve for me. And over the years, you know, I've... Um, I've learned so much in different forms of exercise. I've been a runner um, before I got married, so 10 years ago now. Um, I was running alongside weight training. Um, my body did um, react really well to it, but my health didn't. I was ill all the time. I was finding myself injured all the time. Um, and I learned a big thing of that in the actually just run a couple of miles and do it really, really fast rather than trying to run 12 miles in one hit. Like less is more is something that's come to bite me in the bum a lot of times. Hence why I'm so passionate about getting it out there to my to my women now. Like there is such thing as too much exercise and there is a lot of other PTs, coaches, whatever they want to call themselves in the world that would go, oh, that's a load of rubbish. You can never do too much exercise. But you can because especially as a woman, you start screwing up your systems. You start screwing up your hormonal system. You start screwing up, um, you, you know, from a hunger point of view, the more you do, the hungrier you're going to get. It's not um, rocket science. Like The more calories you burn off, the more your body is going to ask you to replace. So a small calorie deficit, which this is something that's all over the, especially Instagram right now. If you want to lose weight, you've got to have a calorie deficit. Like it's everywhere, all over social media right now, isn't it? Um, but too much of a calorie deficit and what is your body going to do? It is going to try and find to replace it. So I must have been burning thousands of calories um, a day in cardiovascular exercise and the issue with that is you can have the most willpower in the world, but your body is a clever system. And if you are burning off two and a half thousand calories in exercise, that's without your daily burn of just being alive, then you're in a severe calorie deficit. And when you're in a severe calorie deficit, I don't care how much 
um, willpower you've got, you are going to reach for the wrong stuff because, you know, from an evolutionary point of view, we need to fuel ourselves. We are like machines. And if a machine is running low, it's going to ask for fuel. And unless you have a really great knowledge, it's really difficult to replace those calories with the right things, which back when I was 17, 18, I wasn't very knowledgeable around nutrition. I hadn't even started on that journey, really. So I was filling myself with crap, you know, like the old fashioned, um, I'm going to eat snacker jacks as a healthy snack or um, which blows my mind. Um, or, you know, I'm going to eat a tablespoon of peanut butter because that's going to give me the energy I need to get through this workout. Like all these things I used to do, like in the hope that it would get me through this exercise and give me the the boost I needed. But actually, all my body was asking for was to do less. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to get you to eat a whole bag of Haribo just to get you through this session because quite honestly, I can't muster up the energy to do it. And that was honestly, truthfully where I was at. Um, so I got my mentor, I started learning and then I did like four or five courses a year and I learned more, you know, I became a runner and then I stopped running because actually it did worse for my body than it did good. So don't always believe that running has got the magic wand for you. It is not going to provide you with this um, magic pill to completely change your body. Some people can run and it changes their body beyond words because maybe they were genetically, you know, more inclined to be a runner. Um, but I would say eight times out of 10, most women that take on running are doing it to lose weight and it doesn't have that effect because you're not putting the right nutritional principles in place. Your body's getting tired um, because you're trying to run too far and then it starts breaking down, you get injured, you give up, you get hungrier, you eat more carbohydrates, you gain weight and then you feel like nothing works for you, so you give up entirely. I see it happen on a daily basis. Every single day of my life, I watch women make these mistakes. And it's not because they're stupid. It's because they just don't know. And that's where people like me come in, experts, to teach you, to teach you how to make your life easier. Um, and that's kind of where I am with it now. And I think when you do less, it takes less to recover. Um, when you do less, you don't need to eat so much. Um, but the important thing is, is that if you are going to do less, you make sure those training sessions are spot on. Like doing Zumba three times a week is not going to crack it if you want to change the shape of your body. Like you need proper programs that you're going to follow three times a week that take between 40 and 45 minutes that are gonna target every single muscle in your body, are gonna help build your metabolism, are gonna help you build some lean muscle tissue to become a fat burning machine. Like, just by implementing three Zumba sessions a week is not the answer. Like, this is where, yes, less is more is what I believe, but less is more with the, with the advice from an experienced coach is even better. Um, rather than, and I do see this quite a lot as well, where people um, take 20 minutes seven days a week and they find something on YouTube and bash out that 20 minute, 20 minutes seven days a week. And I'll hear lots of people right now going, yeah, but Vicky, it's better than people sitting on their bum. Yeah, it is better than someone sitting on their bum, but wouldn't you rather just 
be doing something that's completely optimal from your body for your body right at the very start. Like in my um life, I've always wanted to get to places fast. Like I'm not <clears throat> very good at saying, oh, I'll achieve that um when I look on Google and I learn that myself and then I'll try this and I'll test it and I'll do that. I don't want that sort of stuff. Like I'm impatient when it comes to learning, to be honest. And I would much rather pay a coach to get me somewhere faster. Like, I don't want to learn over a six-month period. I want to learn over a six-day period. I want to know what I'm doing is going to make a difference. And that is why I am never ashamed to say that I have a coach in every corner. I've had people write my gym programs all of my career. I've always had someone coaching me because you know, I coach people every single day of the week and I need that too. I need that accountability. I need someone to write my programs and it is the best investment I've ever made in my life, not just for myself, but for everything in my life. Like paying out for someone to help you achieve your goals is just smart in my eyes. It's not selfish or extravagant. Um, It's just smart. So, when we talk about less is more, like we have to talk about the right sort of exercise. So I think women are actually addicted to exhaustive exercise. I see women like saying, oh, I just do HIIT exercises. I just do HIIT programs. But there comes a point where, you know, you could do HIIT programs seven days a week. You could do it twice a day if you like. But when your body becomes used to that form of exercise, because let's be honest, there's only a certain... Um, there's only a certain way you can do a mountain climber. Like you don't improve on a mountain climber. It stays the same. It's like you do a mountain climber, you might get a little bit faster at it and you may be able to breathe better when you do it. But fundamentally, it's the same exercise. You don't progress that stuff. Um, And the same goes with a burpee. Once you can burpee and you can burpee sufficiently, it doesn't go any further than that. Same with a power squat. Same with a lunge with no weight. Like, HIIT exercise, body resistance exercise, there comes a stage where you just plateau and you don't move on any faster. And that is where I love the use of weight training. I love the use of resistance training, you know, because there's always progress. There's always a measurable difference. You can lift that little bit heavier. You can go lower in your lunge. You can start feeling the muscles develop so you can go heavier with the weights. And You do less of this sort of training because it has more of an effect. When we are doing cardiovascular exercise, we are burning calories there and then. We burn the calories and then we walk away from the exercise and that's your calories done. That's it. When you lift weights, you're burning calories for up to 48 hours. You're turning your body into like a fat burning furnace um, and you find that actually... um, you can do less of that training and achieve more because you're constantly repairing muscles, which is burning calories and to get that optimal result. So um, I hear there's always lots of people out there that are like, no, people need to move more. And I do agree with that. Like less is more when training, absolutely. Moving more in general couldn't be more true. So yes, train three times a week, but be really, really hot on how you move. Make sure you get up to 10,000 steps a day. 
you can't actually beat movement. Movement is um, just one of those things that every single human being needs for every system in their body, for their digestive system, their hormonal system. Um, Obviously, it's going to enable you to expend more energy, which means when we go back to that horrible phrase, calorie deficit again, um, it puts you in more of that. So you are more likely to lose fat if you move, which means parking at the other side of the car park. It means taking the stairs, not the lift. It means walking to the shop rather than driving to the shop. It's little things like that that make all the difference around a schedule that is less. So train less, move more is kind of my, um, especially if you're a beginner, especially if you're a beginner, like train less and move more. Like train once a week, but do 10,000 steps every day. If you are a beginner, you are going to get results by doing that. So if time is something that overwhelms you, say say you're someone that's a a mum, a multiple, uh, you've got multiple children, you've got a full-time job or a business and time feels like a massive, massive block for you, then find a coach, get them to write you a program. You know, there's online programs out there now, like my online membership site is less than a gym membership a month and you get everything. You get your programs, you get your mindset, your nutrition, your recipe books, a community of people, a really heavily experienced personal trainer on hand to help you. Um, Spend the money and get someone to help you. Train once a week, but it's a quality training session and move more and eat some good food. Like less is more. And this kind of leads me into that all or nothing approach. Like there is so much of it out out there right now. Like they are on the prowl. All these companies that are saying, I can help you lose um, three dress sizes in 20 days or I can help you lose, I can get help you get a six pack in 60 days. Like, all these companies are out there right now and they're, and they're prying on you all because everyone's getting their summer clothes out the out of the loft, crying because they don't fit into their shorts and these companies are getting you when you're most desperate. And they're getting you to take that all or nothing approach. They're getting you to go 100% in all the time for those 60 days. Yes, amazing, I've lost two stone in 60 days. And then in the following 60 days, you gain two stone two stones, seven pounds actually, because you've gone so all in that actually when you come out of it and you've achieved what you wanted to achieve, you then binge and you put on that two stone plus an extra seven pounds and you're back to where you were at you started, actually worse off because you've got an extra seven pounds to lose. So this is something I spoke about in my membership site forum today. I spoke about how all is so not smart. Going all in is always going to lead to failure because you can't maintain it. And every single human being I I meet wants to live their life. Every single human being I meet wants to go out for dinner, wants to socialise, wants to go to barbecues, wants to sit and have an ice cream with their children, wants to drink a glass of wine on a Friday night, wants to do these things. If you take all those things away from you and you go 100% in, I'm not allowed to have these things, you are going to give up because it's not sustainable. You can't live your life. Um, And therefore, you get to a stage where you've done that for a month, then you spend two weeks binging because you've um, not allowed anything in your body, which then gains 
a significant amount of weight because you haven't allowed any leeway in that diet and then you're back to square one again and then there's this constant cycle where you lose five pounds, gain five pounds, lose five pounds, gain five pounds. However, you could just eat sensibly around the principles that have been set for you Enjoy your life, have a glass of wine at the weekend, have a dessert when you go out for dinner, eat an ice cream with your kids down the beach, do those things, um, lose three pounds in that week, but the following week lose one pound, the following week lose another pound, the following week lose two pounds. So consistently making small losses, but being able to wholeheartedly live your life. So going less rather than going all in. That all or nothing approach is something that I personally think is one of the number one reasons why women fail because they give themselves too much to do. However, give yourself less over a longer period of time and not only are you gonna achieve the same results as what you would if you went all in, but you will achieve it for a longer period of time. And yeah, it might take you longer, but tell me why you're in a race. Like, tell me exactly why you have to lose one stone in two weeks. Like what, what is the theory in that? What if you lose one stone over a two-month period but keep it off for longer rather than losing that one stone in two weeks and gaining it in the second two weeks? Like It makes no sense to me and that's why I'm a huge advocate, huge advocate of less is more. And that I'm putting that into terms of less, more quality movement um, and training rather than more quick, um, exhaustive exercise. Um, Less is more, go less and kinder to yourself rather than all in and 100% making you alienated and miserable and wanting to give up. Like expect less of yourself. Like this is a really important thing. Like do something every day that is going to move yourself forward. Do one thing every day that is gonna move your body forward move your health forward. And if that means that for a week, you are gonna only be able to drink your water and eat um, two out of your three meals are gonna be really successful, then so be it. You're still gonna get results from that. Where it goes wrong is when women try to eat 100% all of the time and then something happens and they think they're a failure because they've had to... um, They've had to give up because they went out for dinner. Like I see this so often where women have a weekend of a barbecue, a dinner out and drinks with their friends or afternoon tea. And on the Monday, they're like, that's it. Um, I'm not achieving everything, so I'm gonna give up. It's one weekend. And even if that happened every weekend, you'd just strive to work really hard Monday to Friday so that you could um, relax yourself at the weekend. If you actually allowed yourself to eat a piece of cake, you're not actually gonna get to a point where you wanna eat the whole cake and you eat too much of it. I think uh, a lot of women's mentalities of that more where they have to not eat cake whatsoever just makes them eat more of it. Whereas just eat a little bit less of it, um, but allow yourself to have your favorite foods and in the long run, it, it works out better. Now, does this happen straight away? No. I've got members of my site that have been a member for two years and the light bulb moment maybe happened at around 18 months where they found they ate well most of the time, they 
followed their programs, they were achieving their goals and they felt really good. Like it takes time to change habits that have been kind of in your head forever. So don't rush it. Like set yourself small goals, take the positives every single day, find help. And remember that one training session a week is always going to be better than doing six and giving up after two weeks because it's not sustainable. I hope this podcast has really helped today. I want you to take away and be inspired that you can do something to move your body forward, whether that's one training session a week that's of great quality and cleaning up your diet a little bit. Whatever it is, I want to empower you and inspire you to make those small changes to achieve your goals. If anyone's got any questions after this, please let me know. Um, And until next time, I'll catch you soon.